Morning's near, episode 85's here. Thank you, my dear, for being our joiner without fear. Whether morning's premiere or midnight's frontier, we hope all is well as we commandeer your ears. Good morning, my brothers and sisters, on this. The latest and greatest from the Good Morning Guys podcast. As always, we are discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I'm one of your hosts, the cabin-fevered Brazilian mountaineer, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of social media-fueled fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novosel. If you don't, if, it, <laughs> if at first you don't <laughs> succeed, try again. <laughs> Amen, brother. Next to him, the volleyball and beast of the East weight. More appropriately, our quarantine and bro from Ohio who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. I don't know if it's a compliment or not to call somebody a bro. Is it? Is that a good thing? I'm just too lazy to say brother. It's nothing personal. Oh, bro? Yeah, bro. Uh, well, either way, I'm here. I'm here. Good. And our final present, present on a, our final member of the GMG Quadfecta who's got music in his heart, Dr. Who on his brain and La Coretta on speed dial when he needs good carry out, Mark Boucher. Hey, hey, how we doing? We're the, we're the monkeys. Hey, hey, we're to see the you monkey around. Nope, that's not it. Ah, people say All we right. always beetle around. Yeah, so it's uh, it's been a month and obviously you can tell we're getting stir crazy. It's been over a month of quarantine. How is life treating you, Ronnie? Do you want me to go first? Nope. Like right out of the gate? I really meant Patrick. <laughs> Do you really want me to go first? Like Not right really. Like out of the gate? He just woke up 30 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect time for him to talk. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Uh, I don't know. Um so, yeah, this past week, I, I mean, I haven't done anything. The only thing that's been going on in my world is uh, WWE 2K20. I've been yeah. playing the mess out of this game. Glitchfest 2020. Oh, dude, it is it is the glitchiest game that I've ever played. It's uh, Is it like WCW it, NW Revenge where you can just grab like a random chair out of the audience at any time? Uh, Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> That is a throwback for sure. <laughs> but uh, no, the uh, the glitches are like uh, it will randomly shoot you back to the, the home screen, uh, the, the dashboard on my Xbox. It will do that constantly. Uh, there are times when I'll download a created character and uh, when I go in to edit it, everything, is, he's just, he's not wearing any clothes anymore. Like where did, where did everything go? So I have to re-download, re-download that character. Um, there are times where I will fall through the ring. There are times where I will, I will just like get tied up in the apron. Uh, it is, it's glitchy. But th- with all those glitches, man, that's a fun game. It's an absolute fun game. I've been playing the, uh, the my player or my career, and it basically goes through um, two friends. Uh, male and female, and they will they go through like where they started all the way up to um, them getting into the wrestling hall of fame, uh, which was which is pretty cool. Uh, it goes through like really cool uh, story story beats. Um, 
where where like if they're where they're doing like some like underground wrestling to they get to like Raw and and SmackDown and things like that. Uh, they, but it goes into like a very weird scenario where there's a point where you need to find the Undertaker, so you have to go through hell, like literal hell, to find him. <laughs> it would it, like you, you're sure. you're in. It's it's crazy. It was, I was like, wait, what is happening here? Why am I doing this? And then uh, there's a point where uh, you are facing a guy who you had beaten like seven years ago. And he comes back and he has like a bionic arm, like Jax from Mortal Kombat. That's how oh he gosh. rehabilitated. He just he was like, you know what? I'm just going to get a bionic arm. And, and, and they don't even like bat an eye at it. It's a bit like, it's, <laughs> it's just a normal, thing. it's a normal thing. I'm like, what? why are we not talking about this bionic arm? You gotta um, fight the Winter Soldier at the end of this game. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, it's exactly what it looked like. Um, but uh, one of the it was Ronnie. You would like this. Uh, the President of the United States is Dwayne it's the Rock the, Johnson. It's the <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's what I'm talking about. The Rock's yes. gonna pass a bill. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like I. I one of the great things about these wrestling games is you can um, you can create anything you want, and people can upload their creative characters and all that stuff, or they can uh, create old like arenas and shows. So I started to do that, and I'm downloading all, all these different uh, different wrestlers and shows like Nitro and Thunder and all the old pay-per-views, uh, downloading like Hollywood Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage and things like that, uh, nice. and. But what's I, I don't understand why they they put a limit on how many things you can download a day. You can download twenty things a day, and there's like as soon as you start the first download, uh, you have a there's like a twenty four hour clicker or a ticker that uh, that counts down to when you can start downloading again. I I don't I don't understand why they put that huh. limit Weird. on there. It was frustrating. I'm like okay, well. It keeps me coming back every day because I'm like, all right, yeah, that's a, yeah they got the, you. It's probably yeah, 24 hours is. is up. I got to get in there, start downloading 20 more. You got this, uh, like an alarm set on your phone. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, that's that's basically what's what's been going on uh, in my world is just video games. Same old, hmm. same old in life. All right. So just to go back, like. I know it was an outdated reference before, but did you guys ever play WCW NWO Revenge on the N64? Oh, yeah. I feel like my whole life was built around that game. Like, it was so good. Yeah, sorry. You do the Royal Rumbles where you just keep getting, like, random guys after random guys. Like, it was so much fun, dude. That was the, the, that was the heyday. Like, the WCW uh, versus NWO Revenge. You got your, the World Tour, the WrestleMania. So good, dude. Yeah. N sixty four was good. I used to play the mess out of out of Revenge when I was when I was a kid. And funny story, like when I was a kid, I used to always want to play video games with my dad. Um, and and several times he actually did jump on with me. And I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but um, he would play WCW Revenge with me, and uh, we usually play tag team matches so that he and I could both be on the same team. And yeah. he used to constantly, you know, the button that you would push to basically make your player go, tag me in, tag me in. They put their arm uh, out. Uh-huh. Yeah, he would constantly <laughs> yeah. spam that 
all the time. He's just, <laughs> just, just putting his arm out. And so even to this day, when when we're talking and stuff like that, all of a sudden he'll just come out with the, the whole arm thing, just randomly. <laughs> I like the... the uh... The finisher for Goldberg is a jackhammer. He like puts you up in like a vertical position, and in and back in the game, like you could put him in that 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 finisher, and then until you pressed another button, he would continue to stay there in oh, that yeah, vertical you just hold position him there for eternity for like a minute. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, that was so much fun. I just kept. I remember we would do like a, we would have four players. Like it would be like couch co-op, four players, and we would do like a Royal Rumble, and basically yes. like. Everybody gets knocked out. You're just hoping to get one of the last guys. Uh-huh. And you're hoping he's not like a piece of crap. Because you never wanted to win with somebody you didn't like. You, you didn't know? want like you're Disco like, Inferno. If you got Disco Inferno, you're like, all right, I'm just going to jump over the rails and get another guy. There's more <laughs> exactly. left. Exactly. I need a new guy. But I would just be like clotheslining everybody over the I was like, oh, this works every time. You just clothesline them right over the ropes every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just throw them against the ropes and clothesline them. You get Ric Flair, you're like, oh man, I gotta hold on to him. I'm trying to remember the last, the last actual wrestling game that I played. Gosh, I actually played one a few years back, and it was, uh, it was really good, man. It was like a, I think a SmackDown game, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it was really good. Like their story mode was like legitimate. It was like really fun. Yeah, like this, the story mode for this, like I haven't played a wrestling game in six years. Uh, and the story mode for this one is very intricate. I mean, they have voice actors, they have real um, wrestler voices in there, like Triple H and Undertaker and things like that. And uh, it's like you go through their entire like twenty year career. You 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 uh, go through like a hundred plus matches. So it was a lengthy lengthy career mode, yeah. which was really cool. Nice. Yeah. Very nice, Ronnie. How about you, buddy? What games you been playing? Oh man, I uh, I will tell you what I got into a game this past week, maybe this past two weeks. I think I just started playing it by the time our last podcast came over. Um, have you guys played Ark yet? I tried Heard of it. You tried, okay? So it's I know it has dinosaurs, depth. and that is it is basically very attractive to me. You basically start the game. You start in a random place, pretty much, and <clears throat> so I played. I played single player. One thing I I realized. I don't know if it's me getting older or I have no idea, but I am not a fan of playing on servers with a bunch of people, unless it's like a game where that's the whole idea. So like when we played PUBG, like you were supposed to face off with other people. That's the whole idea. If we played, if I ever played like a Call of Duty game, like I knew I was facing other players. But in a game where I just kind of want to play, I absolutely will choose, like, the single-player story mode all day. Like, I want to play the story mode of the game, and if I like it enough, like, I will go and play multiplayer. Like, I even tried to play Grand Theft Auto some on multiplayer, and I didn't like it. Uh, Because, like, you start, and you're trying to get through, like, your missions, and some some jerk (laughs) basically comes along who's (laughs) been playing the game probably for like, I don't know, three years and has every option in the game. They kill you just for fun. Yep. And there's nothing you could do because you're brand new. So you just have to like take it and move on. And like, that's the fastest way to get me to like, like uninstall the game. Like, "Ah, nope, never mind. I'm not going to do this (laughs) because I'm going to get mad. (laughs) So 
I've, I've just been playing this art game on story mode, and what happens is you you basically start at a random spot, and you have nothing. You're just a person basically with underwear on, and you start in the middle of this world with nothing. And the environment is like a prehistoric, like there are dinosaurs everywhere. And you just have to start and like build up your camp and everything. It's almost like a kind of like a survival game, I guess. Mm -hmm. But as you continue to advance, you can like uh, craft better weapons and like tame dinosaurs and all that stuff. So um, it's actually, I've been like totally just stuck in this game. Nice. I can't, I I mean, it's one of those games. It's like, it's totally taken over. Sweet. Uh, Did you ever play Skyrim? Or, uh, I did. Yes. Is it like I Skyrim, Skyrim with dinosaurs? Pretty and much. Cavemen. Yes. Cavemen too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's yeah. not as a uh, mythical. Pretty much. It, it is. It is like that. It's very. It's an open world game where you can pretty much do kind of whatever. Um, but it is like Skyrim. It's just you start with, you go through the the, you go through the process of starting and you're building like a, a basically a, um, a house made out of like sticks, pretty much, and you continually upgrade your crafting to like then wood and then like stone and then metal like it you you go right. up that whole process so at at the very beginning you start with just your fists and you basically just have to go collect stuff wow so um did you try like to take out punching, a dinosaur with your fist like, like you're punching punch a tree eye. right to get resources like at oh, the very it's just beginning like minecraft of the game. oh just like real life yeah <laughs> pretty much that's exactly what it's like <laughs> if you were to get dropped in the woods in your underwear like that's exactly what we were hold on do. i remember i need a punch trees and yeah. plants <laughs> i'm gonna try to get some sticks off of this tree so i'm gonna punch it um but it's very like detailed it's a very detailed game and like where i've gotten in the game is i'm just playing like single player on the story mode but at a certain point you can <clears throat> basically once you get your character a little bit like strong enough you can tame dinosaurs so certain dinosaurs like you have to basically render them like unconscious so somehow yeah. knock them out right and you you can do that with your fist, I guess, if you're like strong enough. Um, but players have gotten like really creative, as I saw online. They build like traps to like get the bigger dinosaurs in, and so they can't move, and you can like knock them out. Now I've gotten to the point where I have a crossbow with like uh, tranquilizer arrows, so arrows with like trank serum pretty much on mm-hmm. them, so I can shoot them with a bunch of those, and then they knock out, and now then how you do feed you get them those? as they come back to life. So do you have to punch you, rocks? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So it is. It, the funny thing is, it's actually it, it reminded me. It reminded me of like Hunger Games, kind of, because hmm. there are random drops throughout the map, and oh. they're highlighted. And you can travel to these drops and get like supplies and like upgraded stuff. Um, but like the whole thing is, is like. At the very beginning, when you're new, it's like, do I want to even like risk it and go after one of these drops and potentially die? Because when you die, you start back in the same place, and then you have to go get to your body. So, like, if a predator kills you, he usually stays around your body for a little while, so it's hard to get back in there to get all your stuff. Oh yeah. Um, but it's really fun. The, the funny thing is, um, so I, I've talked about Elizabeth gaming like before. So she likes to game, but just has to be like the right game. The last game she played was The Witcher, the third one, I think. Mm-hmm. The most recent one. Um, or the most recent one that's on the Game Pass, I should say. And uh, she got really into this game, too. So we almost have been like over the past like week or so, like 
taking shifts like playing because uh, she just plays on her profile like on the same xbox as me and like we like kind of take shifts and while she's playing like i just kind of sit there and hang out and like talk to her and like watch her play sweet so nice yeah it's it's actually been it's been really really fun um but i don't know if you, any of you guys have played that game or not i know i, oh, I tried it uh but it wasn't um wasn't for me i, I played a, a few hours of it but uh, i know that eric bengalman 09 plays it do you play with yes. him so the funny thing is, is he's the one that first recommended the game to me and i kind of put it like on the back burner yeah i mean <laughs> here's the funny thing i eric might not listen but he's always pumping a lot of different games and shows yeah yeah he does yeah so i mean he he just turns on the sprinkler with recommendations sometimes so you always keep it in the back of your mind because you're like, okay, you, know, you took the time to play this. Um, but I finally got around to it. It's on the Game Pass right now. So I didn't go out and buy it or anything like that. I was like, ah, I'll give it a try. And I kind of started to play it. And I was like, man, this is, it, it slowly like snowballed into one of those things. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but it's been, man, it's been really, really fun. Um, I've been totally enjoying that. The um, I did watch... Another Marvel movie. Oh yeah, yeah. So there this you quarantine go. has actually been knocked um, another one out. Th- uh, this quarantine has has uh, really helped me out on my last year's New Year's resolutions. Yes, so far. congratulations. I watched the first Spider-Man movie. Nice. Oh, nice. Homecoming. Homecoming. Nice. You know the funny thing is I hadn't watched um, any Spider-Man since the like Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. Oh yeah, um, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, 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 uh, I, that was my opinion of Spider-Man before that, and like in watching, obviously the end, End Game, Infinity Wars, and all these other ones, like Civil War, all these other ones, basically first, I was like, yeah, man, I kind of like this character. Like this would be pretty cool, and uh, I, I love that movie. It's so I thought good, it was awesome. yes. Um, it had, it had a, I like, I like that it wasn't a. I mean, it wasn't like a total origin story because they really didn't go into a whole lot of origin. They basically started right. at a point where he is already Spider-Man. He's like doing his own thing. And um, uh, I think it was, it, yeah, it was Civil War where they basically brought him in. Yep. Where they had that whole meeting with him and Tony Stark. And it started after that. So it started after the whole thing where he helped out the Avengers and all this stuff. And um it was cool because it was just some, you know, 16-year-old kid or whatever that has all these powers and um it it was it was neat to like see that like him at the like he was at a high school party at one point and he was trying to contemplate whether he's going to drop in and say that he knows basically himself uh to make himself more popular. Um Yeah. But it was it was cool. It was cool to see it, it they they did a good job with like the struggle of that. Like mm-hmm. they made like Peter Parker being like a good human being and a good individual and understanding like his responsibility. Um, they did a good job with that. Yeah. Uh, because any like, you know, I feel like most of us, if we were in high school and we had something like that, none of us would be keeping it an actual secret. Right? <laughs> That'd be tough. <laughs> yeah. So uh, everybody would want to be more popular and, and do, you know, whatever they had to do to, to do that. Um. One of my favorite scenes in the movie was when he like crawls in on the ceiling through the window and he goes over and he like closes the door and he turns around and his Net, best buddy is like right sitting there, there <laughs> and he's sitting the there with star. the Death Star like Lego <laughs> kit and he just drops it like oh my god. Yeah, to think about like 
how many hours yeah. and hours that Death Star took to put together. Exactly. <laughs> and he was just like blown away. And then the whole like one of the funniest like like things I thought throughout the movie was like he's like, yeah, guy in a chair, guy in the chair. Like he just wanted to be the guy in the chair. Yeah. Like, in the oh man, that was so funny. <laughs> Ned is hilarious. I love Ned. Yeah. The movie. Except, so it was he's, really except good. he's in the school's computer lab doing it and then he gets exactly right during (laughs) like a school dance (laughs) um but no the movie was awesome man i I, there were so many things in the movie that um it's like what now that i look back at it it's hard to think of all the things one of the things that totally shocked me and i was not expecting again coming in not knowing anything uh was that the main bad guy was spoilers basically the girl he likes dad i was like oh no he answered the door i was like crap oh yeah that was a twist i didn't i got everybody in the movie not ready for that um i also wasn't ready for um that actor to be the bad guy uh what's his name now he was batman michael michael keaton Keaton. late 80s michael keaton yeah he's a good one um at first, I was like, is that Michael Keaton? It's like, I haven't seen him in, like, no, 20 years. Like, wow, that is Michael Keaton. Um, I've always actually liked him as an actor. <laughs> uh, but he is, uh, no, he's definitely aged a little bit and made me question it at first. But, like, he was he was a pretty good bad guy. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's been in several movies lately that have kind of given him a resurgence. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, Birdman was probably the biggest one. Um, and... And several other ones. He did one where he was like um, the the guy who bought the McDonald's franchise from the original McDonald's brothers. He was that guy. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, he's had several different movies that's kind of helped him make a, a an acting comeback. Um, yeah, dude, he he killed it in that movie. Yep. And I I wasn't expecting it. He's one of those characters that you see the character in a certain role and then you can't not see that ever again. Yep. It's like when I saw him as Batman, like when I was a younger kid, I can never not see Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah, it's uh, true. But they did a cool job. I mean, his like suit with the wings and stuff in that movie, that was like the most terrifying looking suit ever. Yep. Yeah. Like he's dropping down like in that thing. Like it was awful looking. But uh, no, it was it was an awesome movie. I, I was expecting the whole time for like, uh, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Um, I was expecting the whole time for like, <laughs> Iron Man to drop in at any point and then both like fight him to beat him. And I was thinking to myself this whole time, like, oh man, Iron Man's gonna mop the floor with this guy's crappy suit. Like, this is gonna be horrible. Uh, but he never did. So it made nope. it really, like, really cool. And it was also like a really cool thing that in the end, he was basically helping out like Happy, who didn't take him seriously, like, basically the entire time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really cool. Nice. Um, nice. But I really enjoyed it. I, I, I look forward to more. Sweet. Yeah, nice. you definitely. Next up will be uh, Homecoming, hopefully. I don't. Have you seen that one? Not Homecoming. We just far talked from, about no, that. I, Far I from seen, Home. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm going to try to keep to the, the the rest of the way out. Like, I skipped ahead. Of, I, I skipped ahead at the beginning, technically, but um, I've skipped ahead a couple times to watch movies that I knew I would really like. Uh, like, I, I watched the Avengers movies before I saw, like, some of the story or for some of the movies before them like i know i skipped ahead to see civil war because i knew i would really like that one um but i'm gonna try to keep to it i don't recall exactly which one is next though it might be like ant-man and the wasp maybe um i don't remember it was it was ant-man then spider-man or no it was ant-man then civil war then 
the Spider-Man that I just watched, which I don't recall which, which it, one that is was. Is it Black but. Panther next? I can't remember. Yeah, it might actually be Black Panther, which I've actually seen that one before, and I really I really like that one too. So Yeah. But, no, it's nice. Like I, I, I feel like these are movies that, you know, I'll watch them and then at any random point through the rest of my life, hey, you want to watch a Marvel movie? Yep. Yes, I do. No doubt. <laughs> who doesn't? Sweet. Yeah. Speaking of who doesn't, Mark. <laughs> what? <laughs> you could take that however you like. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> I'm not sure how to take you? that at all. I don't. I don't think I. Like uh, I don't even know. Take it. At I don't all. even know how I intended it. It just like, hey, repeat the last thing said and then apply it to Mark. Transition Ninja. Mm. Uh, quarantine is is very much the same for me. Um, working harder or hardly working? Uh, hey, little bit of both. Um, because things kind of slowed down for a little bit at the at the old job. Um, yeah. I mean, it shouldn't have. You were the star of a commercial, so things should be booming <laughs> over there. You clean you clean that door handle like a like a champ. Yeah. George Clooney. There's been three people now unrelated that were like were you in a commercial? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> um, things... Yeah, sure, I'll sign your baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, things kind of slowed down a little bit at the um, at the shop last week, but things this week have picked up exponentially. I don't understand yeah. what happened, but I'm okay with that. Because it means we stay open, and there are yeah, lots no of doubt. people who don't have jobs right now. So I am thankful to have mine. Um, but uh, things are going pretty well at the shop. Um, back to doing online streaming for my church. Um, so which that's that's fun for sure. Um, in terms of anything new, um, I'm jealous of my dog because my dog got a haircut this weekend. It's overrated. Keep it growing. Yeah, no one needs those. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's uh, mine's kind of getting a little itchy. Um, and uh, <laughs> Patrick For those is that showing can't see, us Patrick his head. Patrick just revealed his beautiful hat head. Tom Green uh, showed us flat his head. hair <laughs> behind uh, the curtain. But uh, behind the Mark bearded curtain. Nice <laughs> callback. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so uh, PetSmart actually reopened their grooming places uh, in several areas of the country, and so we were able to give Cisco a little uh, little glow up. Got, Why didn't you just ask them to uh, give you a little trim? You know, I probably should have. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> it's probably the same clippers. Yeah. <laughs> but, um yeah, my oh, I wish I could get a haircut right now. This is getting really, really awful for me. Um, but uh, we, we were able to get him bathed and groomed and all that fun stuff. So Cisco looks like a little lamb now. It's it's always funny whenever he gets trimmed. He he just looks all sheepish. <laughs> Does he start bat batting? Batting? <laughs> bat- I don't know. Bat- what's <laughs> I don't know what's what's the verb for that. Batting down the hatches, meaty. <laughs> No, but we buy for him sometimes. Batting. Batting. <laughs> How do you say that? Neighing. No, that's horses. That's just buying. 
Is it buying? Yep, buying. No buying? Like buying? <laughs> Mine. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but uh, bleeding. So oh, is it bleeding or is that goats? I well, think that's goats. When you get hurt. That's bleeding. B l bleeding. Bleeding. <laughs> no, no that's in the other room. It's ears, not anything else. Ear. <laughs> And I'm ears. confused. <laughs> ears. I'm just going to turn out of this skid now. Come on. Let's let's move on. All right. Um, back, to sh- back to your sheep, Shisko. Shishko. Yeah. Shishko. <laughs> sheep, Shishko. Shishko, Bob. Sean Connery in the house. Hello. I am Hello, Rash Dragon. I'd like to trim your sheep for you. For uh, fee. You guys enjoy being off the rails? Because we're totally Five off the rails. Um, That's where I'm most comfortable, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that was pretty much outside of the norm for us. Otherwise, it's been a lot of just hanging out, playing Apex. Still haven't downloaded or or installed uh, Doom Eternal yet. I need to do that. It's In like fact, Apex with demons, so you're yeah. really not missing a whole lot. Yeah. But uh, I, as God is my witness, I will, I will download it. I keep wanting to say download. Install it. Um, oh, you probably got an update to download. Yeah, Probably. you better get on that. Yep, I will get on that. So that'll definitely happen. And watched a few different things this weekend. Watched a lot of Twitch streamers and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, a lot of, lot of Apex. Obviously, getting excited uh, for the new season coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, they've already started dropping little hints on the map for it. So I'm I'm super pumped for that. But that's pretty been pretty much my week. It's a lot of going to work, coming home, staying home, repeat. <laughs> All right. Nice. Very nice. Well, in uh in real life stuff with me, I got to enjoy a second four day weekend with my family. So that was Is nice. there like a uh, like real life stuff? Is there like a fantasy version coming up after this? Yeah. Actually, there's a Final Fantasy version of this coming up later. Mm. Oh, oh. No, that's, not, that's you... not what I was hoping for. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. So the real life stuff, uh, we got to enjoy a second weekend in a row of a four-day weekend. It was pretty nice. Uh, we are continuing to watch Disney movies in chronological order. We've made it through, I think, 14 movies so far. And uh, we just watched Alice in Wonderland, which is definitely a trip. Someone definitely did some uh, non-prescribed medication when they were <laughs> creating that. Is that the one with Johnny uh, Depp? No. we Well, with the kids, we watched the original Disney one. That one has uh, just cartoons and a bunch of people that are no longer with us probably because they're really it, – it was a long time ago. But uh, there <laughs> is the updated – yeah, because of LSD. They did drugs while they were filming it. That's how they did it so effectively. But that is the the current one. We looked it up, and we were going to watch it with our kids, but we weren't sure about James. He's really sensitive to stuff. He still watches Paw Patrol and you know little kid shows and gets scared sometimes. So we don't yeah, want to throw... One. I heard the newer one was it's, a little bit... Yeah, well, it's actually more weird. accurate to the book, which is, yep. which is interesting. And it makes it kind of fun and definitely write up... Uh, that the director that I can't remember the name of Tim Burton. Uh, thank you. 
Tim Burton's alley because he's just weird like that and loves to do that kind of crazy stuff. But Agreed. we'll watch it. We'll probably give it some time and let him get a little older and then watch it. But we watched that. It was fine. Uh, totally pointless, but but entertaining to say the least. And then we watched Peter Pan, which is a really good movie. Um, it was better actually than I remembered watching it. It's been a long time since I watched the original Peter Pan. Uh, but unfortunately for me, Peter Pan has been a little, not tainted, but, uh, did you guys ever watch once upon a time, the, the TV series where they took, uh, fable and fairy tale creatures and, uh, and characters and made it modernized. Anyone? I have seen it yeah, before. Yeah. Yes. I watched like the first two seasons, but my wife had watched watched the entire thing. All oh, seasons, nice! All yeah, series. yeah. When, when your spouse leaves you in the dust, it's kind of hard to keep up and really want to keep up. <laughs> but I actually I recommend it to watch it with uh, uh, like I watched it all with my wife, and it was really fun and interesting. It wasn't like it was really well balanced between action and drama and romance and a little bit of everything, but. At some point, Peter Pan enters into the fray, and I'm not going to give spoilers because it's a huge twist and a huge deal, but uh, the long and short of it is they take his character and pretty much turn him on his head, and it 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 kind of ruins what you think Peter Pan is all about. I'm trying mm-hmm. to, like, skate around the spoilers, so I'm not giving... I'm being very vague. Is anyone but, really going to go watch this show again? I mean... We're in a quarantine where a lot of people have nothing to do. So yeah. That's true. That is so true. Valid point. And this will be my rec for a TV show. I would recommend you watch. Uh, give it a chance. Once you get past the first season or two, which most people right now, they could get through <sighs> a season or two in like three ever, days. Though. So, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, you have 25 hours? We know you do. <laughs> yeah, we know you got it. Season. So just watch it. <laughs> but it's it's really intriguing. And uh, it, it just... It it uh it makes like a murder mystery and all kinds of different things out of fairy tale creatures, so it's pretty cool. Have you ever have you ever watched Hook with your kids? Because not that's yet. what I think of every time I think of Peter Pan. I cannot not think of Robin Williams in Hook. I, I really wanted to, there. and then Bang my Bang. wife's like, I think that has some language, and then we looked it up, and it definitely has some language and uh, some things that my son is a parrot, and he will repeat it over and oh, over again. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. And so yeah, it does have a couple things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it has a lot more than I remembered as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like I loved yeah, Hook, but man, there's some stuff I'm like, oh yeah, I don't yeah, need Hook, my I don't need my fantastic. son to learn that yet. You start but, uh, coughing over those scenes, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, uh, yeah. And uh, so so that's uh, that's some of the the fun we've been going on. We and we've continued Lego Avengers, continued uh, playing. My daughter's really into Minecraft right now, which we're we're uh we're doing some building in that um but on for me on the gaming front uh of course uh the the path to 100%ing dead cells continues but i have to take a few more minutes to again reiterate final fantasy 7 remake is the realization of my childhood like this really? game is amazing actually it's a so realization like it, of right? my huh so you like it right uh, I love this game. Okay. It's, a, it's actually a realization of my teenagerhood because I was a freshman in high school and I played it originally back in the day. And it is just, it took a game that probably, like for an RPG, for me, it was like playing a comic book. Like you had to read everything and it's made this into like 
I don't know, like a full-on series uh, novel. Like it just, there's so much story to it. There's so much character development. I've played about 28 hours, done 11 of, I think, 18 chapters. And I can say that this game has cracked my top 10 of all-time games. Mm, like Nice. It, yeah. is, it is a blast. Uh, and I ask myself, like, what are the chances that in the past four months I've played two of two games that have crept into my top 10 games of all time in Dead Cells and Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake. The The battle system is perfect. Difficulty in AI is fair. It's fun. Uh, they mix the old with the new. Uh, every fight, every boss fight is like a chess match with swords and magic. I mean, it is so fun. Uh, I forgot to mention when I, when I had mentioned it before, but there are some side characters that uh, in the original were just like throwaway characters. And some of them are really cool, really fun. There's one called Biggs, who is, uh, he's like a Charlie Sheen clone from, I think people said Platoon, but I only see Hot Shots Part Do. Yeah, I'm right there He looks just like him. It's the red bandana, I think. It's the red bandana. His voice, though, if you listen to him talk, he sounds just like young Charlie Sheen. Yeah. It is crazy. And uh, it just gets me laughing and just, I don't know, (laughs) this game is is amazing and at this point i would be talking to ronnie because i want to give him a hard sell on buying a ps4 but he is relieving himself so i'm just gonna vamp for a moment while he comes back and uh you know because i need him to be here because it's also a part of my transition to our topics but he's not here and i'm not going to talk to myself (laughs) even though right now i'm talking to myself Okay, I can't so, wait to to play Final Fantasy Seven. I, I cannot wait, wait Patrick, uh, for you to play Final Fantasy Seven, either. Yeah, because we just recently played Final Fantasy Fifteen together. It is the opposite um, of Final Fantasy Fifteen. Like, I, I can't I, stop thinking about this game. If if I halfway enjoyed Final Fantasy Fifteen, oh. and you're and you're pumping up Final Fantasy Seven this much, uh, I can't wait. I just I just I wish that GameFly would get their uh, their copies because they haven't gotten them yet. Oh, really? Um, it's it's expected to release on April thirtieth, um, and on GameFly. So you know, I only got another week and a half, I guess, until. Uh, but I'm hoping I, it's in my it's in my queue. Uh, it's at the top of my queue. I don't have any uh, games. Uh, I've I've like a uh, open slot for it. So hopefully when it does get there and they do ship them, I'm one of the first ones. But I, I know that a lot of people um, have already bought bought it and and are playing it because I don't think they can wait. So I'm hoping that yeah. the, the demand on Gamefly isn't as high since it is coming out a little bit later on, on that system or on, on the, uh, that platform. Yeah, man. I'm definitely hoping. So, I can't wait yeah, to but play once we it. once we do that, or once I... Yeah, once I play it, then we'll do that uh, Final Fantasy VII spoiler cast since we just did the... If we're if we're able to do a Final Fantasy XV spoiler cast, then we're definitely doing a Final Fantasy oh, VII spoiler cast. For sure. I've, I've been taking notes. <laughs> I've been paying attention. I'm like, I can't wait to talk about this with Patrick. I need him to play this game so we can talk but about yeah, it. But like, yeah, I, did, I didn't play the original, so um, I won't have that uh, point of reference like you do. Right. Because uh, I know you played it a ton, and the only the farthest I've gotten was the Final Fantasy demo uh, for PS1, and now the PS4. So I don't have much. So I'm gonna be going in there and just enjoying it for what it is. Yeah, man. And I'm excited to hear your your reflections, like how stuff hit you, as opposed to how it's hitting me. Because for me, I can't separate from the original game. I mean, I played yeah. I played so much of the original game, uh, over a hundred hours of it. You know, beat it twice. 
that, well, I mean, now I've beaten it three times. I don't, I don't even, I, I can't like play this game without thinking of the original. And, but it's so different. Like it follows the skeletal structure of the original, but it filled, it filled in so many gaps and it, it expands on so many characters and they're, they do it well. It's not like expanding on a character that's like worthless or annoying. Uh, every yeah. character they develop, they develop in the story and it's so good. And so I'm, but I'm going to look forward to your perspective because, uh, you know, and, and I've heard of a, a number of people that have never played the original and they've loved this game. So, wow. Oh, have, okay, good, good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good that you're going to like this and you're going to enjoy it. And here in a couple of weeks or whenever you play it, you'll be, you'll be singing its praises. At least that's my hope. Good. Good. I, I heard that it is only a portion of the original game. It right? is. And- but they, they make it seem like it's a complete story from what I've heard. I haven't, obviously I'm, I'm not, I'm only, I'm a little over halfway, so I don't really know from personal experience, but I've heard that even though it's a portion of the game, they do it so well that it's, it's a story in and of itself. So you're, you say you're halfway through uh, Final Fantasy VII. At this point, where would you be in the OG PS1 game? Uh, probably four or five hours into the game of the original. Okay. And so, okay, so I'm 28 hours. Then. I'm 28 hours into this. Oh, wow. Yeah. They, so are you doing like all the side missions? Everything. Are there side missions? I'm, okay. Yeah, there's side missions. There are side paths. I'm exploring every nook and cranny, uh, getting trophies and all that, all that jazz. Have they said how many like total games this is going to be? They have not. But based on my knowledge of the story, I would guess it's going to be a trilogy. And the way they build this, it does not seem like it does not seem like it's going to be three parts of one game. It seems like they've made it into a trilogy. So, yeah, mm. yeah it seems so really three good. Three discs. Yeah, okay. yeah. And originally, it had three, maybe four discs. Yeah. When it when it came out on PlayStation, so yeah, those big RPGs tend to have like multiple oh, yeah. discs. Yeah. All right. Now that Ronnie's back, Ronnie, you you left in an inopportune time because. I'm going to try to sell you on something. And I know I failed with Once Upon a Time, but I feel like I've got a good three, three-tier three uh, sales pitch to throw your way. Are you you ready? got me before I left. I mean, I, I had time to gather myself and everything, so I'm, I'm very level-headed right now. But see, you're not distracted by having to pee. <laughs> so that's That's good. true. That's when you could have got me, I feel like, though. Really? Yeah, I figured you would have been like, dude, like, yeah, I got to go. It. I got to go. Okay, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> Fine, whatever. All right. Hear me out. I think you need to buy a PS4 for Elizabeth. And you need to buy her a PS4 because I think she will enjoy Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because I heard on another podcast, Married to the Games, Tim Router said it's like a Nickelodeon Witcher 3. <laughs> and so knowing that... <laughs> just just hear me out. I'm, this is, I'm, I'm building. This is like a, a brick house. I'm building this structure so that you can't knock it down. Uh, Elizabeth liked Witcher 3. She enjoyed it, played the heck out of it, and I think she would enjoy it. And you would enjoy watching this with her, and maybe you'd play it yourself. But on top of Final Fantasy VII Remake, I know there's a certain game on PS4, Spider-Man and God of War, that I think you would really enjoy. And uh, given that you liked Jedi Fallen Order. And then Pat has a plethora of games that you can borrow. And thirdly... All four of us could play multiplayer together, and whether it's Bro Force Division Two, 
or some duck game. You know what I mean? I'm going to start with if I buy a PlayStation 4. If for I Elizabeth. It's not for you. To buy a PlayStation 4. You're giving a gift. I would buy it for MLB The Show. Sure. We can make that point number go. four. Point but number four, all, MLB The Show. There's no chance that's going to happen. If I haven't done it by now, I'm not doing it. But it's it's going to be cheaper than ever and if it hasn't furthermore, already dropped in price. If you say all of that to Elizabeth, I will kill you. <laughs> Thank you for that incentive. <laughs> I'm definitely going to talk to her about this. <laughs> oh, Let wait. me give you a rebuttal to that and a response to that. Worth it. Amen to Worth that. the death. All right. Our quadfecta <laughs> is now a trifecta. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, uh, there was one other thing I needed to say. Did you guys know that at one point, a dozen bodies were once found in Benjamin Franklin's basement. No. What? Did not know that. I actually I, I actually believe I have heard that. Really? <laughs> what yeah. does that have to do with anything? It has nothing to do with anything, my friend. It's it called has a, everything to do with everything. It actually does. It's randomness <laughs> number six. <laughs> the topic of the show, my friend, are four topics of randomness. Coming at you. Uh. Yeah, so apparently he ran an anatomy school out of his basement. Talk about homeschool learning. Wait a minute, are we in the podcast again, or are we just we just chatting? Yeah, we're <laughs> we're just chatting, man. It's random. It sounded like we were just chatting. Yeah, pretty. It much. did. I mean, it really felt like one of those like off-air things. All right, so uh, I'm gonna break off from the norm, and I am gonna lead things out with a topic because my topic actually has to do with gift. Giving. Dead bodies. No, it does have <laughs> nothing to do. Has nothing to do with Benjamin Franklin, my friend. But yeah, that, that was just for total randomness. So, uh, in making the proposition for Ronnie to buy a gift for Elizabeth, uh, it got me to thinking how I also have to think about getting a present for Elizabeth. No, I'm just kidding, not Elizabeth. I have to think about getting a present for my wife. Because here in two weeks, we are celebrating our 15th wedding anniversary, and I oh, got big one. nothing. Oh, what are you going to do? Everything's shut down. I just told you, I have nothing. <laughs> I got an idea. Are you ready for this? Uh, let's hear it. I, dude, I'm, I'm, this is my topic. I need help. I need, to get, I, need, I need to figure out a gift for my wife. All right, I've only had a little bit of time to come up with this, but... Obviously. Popcorn maker. Okay. Okay, popcorn maker. Yeah, we do I like feel popcorn. Like by everybody's response not as good as I was. Well, no, saying. no, it's <laughs> But it's like no, it's I like you, I tell you what, that is a perfect gift for my wife. Here's the thing. There's almost every bam, night Patrick, she has a bag you can of put that you can, you can put you that right on the back burner and bam, next <laughs> Melanie time. Melanie Novosel says. <laughs> so here's the thing. Because totally Mindy already makes us popcorn, that's like giving her a nicer broom. Or... That's like getting her a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> she's like, oh, you want me to make more popcorn for you. Yeah, yeah don't do it's, that. It's don't easy. do that. No, I appreciate the popcorn maker because we like a good popcorn. And my kids pretty much every other night are like, can we have popcorn? Can we have popcorn? So 
I don't, that might actually encourage for the, kids. the addiction. It's for, for the kids. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that also the, is not selling uh, it. She doesn't want a I present for idea. the kids. If she All doesn't right. like it, you can just tell her this is actually just for the kids and your anniversary gift's coming later, and then you can scramble. Yeah, right. <laughs> this like, one. Ah, this is, this what am I it. doing? All right, this Patrick. is not the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, this is just one Duh. part. I bought you a movie theater. Okay. <laughs> Patrick, what do you got? All right, so 15 years. I'm going to go with what... Ronnie did at one point when he left like a note for Elizabeth. Okay. Leave 15 random hidden notes around scavenger your house. hunt. Yes. So here's the and thing. Each 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 one is uh is like ha- each note is like a personal note, but it also has a clue to where the next note I is. I can hidden. tell he's already stressed <laughs> out about this idea. No, it's not that I'm stressed <laughs> he out. He loves to write. This is this is perfect. It's true. And that's a good idea, except being stuck in the house would be very limiting. Hey, go to the living room and look for the place <laughs> where we sit and watch no, TV. You gotta, this you, is you a place where like, we live in. You can't just say, Hey, it's 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 here. You have to like give clues to where it would be. Like if if you have like a, a wedding picture up, yeah, you'll make a make a uh, notation like this uh, this picture it's or whatever is uh, part of our is where we all started or something like that, you know, right, like, right, right, to make her think about where the next note would be. So the only the only wrinkle in this is that, and I didn't tell you guys about this on the show or in real life. You forgot how to write because I no, because I <laughs> totally to I totally tanked. So <laughs> when Valentine's Day came, uh, the time between Valentine's Day and then when Mindy's parents were coming into town uh, back from traveling in the Northeast, uh, it was exactly uh, twenty three days, which we started dating on the twenty third of October, and so we celebrate. You know, we we celebrate our dating anniversary, and so with those twenty three yeah. days, I wrote twenty three notes to her. And oh no, you can't do it again. Yeah, so I can't do it again. Okay, <laughs> dang it. And it so was leading up. This. It was actually leading this up. Is this is our less. little. This is our little secret. Uh, it was leading up to me singing a song to her. I don't know if you guys have heard "All of Me" by uh, John Legend. Thank you, John Legend. I yeah. practiced that song for three weeks, like playing it, trying to memorize it. I still ha- don't have it memorized, but I practiced it for three weeks, <laughs> playing it over and over, singing it and all that. And then the weekend I was going to I was gonna try to do like a, a date, like candlelight dinner in our house and have uh, Mindy's parents take the kids out. Like just the whole plan just fell apart. And then I never recovered. Like her parents were here for like a week and then the quarantine happened and... Uh, I've never recovered from that, but I've already written like 23 notes to her, so mm. I can't do notes All right. again. All right, I have a secondary. How okay. long were the notes? Idea. Were they just like one sentence notes, or were they like pretty long and death notes? They ranged from one sentence to two or three. It it was different every day. Okay. Yeah, it was like reasons I love you and that kind of stuff. All that. I got you. Sappy crap. No, I'm just kidding. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm all about that life. Yeah. Me too. Patrick, all right, back up. Uh, yeah, so maybe have the kids dress up as a waiter and waitress. Okay. And they serve oh, you dinner. Oh, that is solid. That is so okay. good. Okay. Because there's, they're, they're not, you can't get them out of the house. So no. they're going to be in the house. How am I going to dress them up as a waiter and waitress? How are you going to do that? Yeah. It's got to. Uh, you can figure it out. 
use <laughs> That's how I'm going to figure it I'm out. I'm giving you the idea. Figure it you out, have man. to put it into motion. All right. So we plan a, uh, a fully served meal where the kids are the waiters, waitresses, whatever, and I'm the, the chef. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't let them make it. Otherwise, you'll have like <laughs> Good Lord, dinosaur no. chicken nuggets and <laughs> um, That's amazing. What are you talking about? <laughs> or yeah. fires. Dinosaur chicken. <laughs> or, fire. or fires, yeah. <laughs> Burn the kitchen down. You will not have we a we got renter's anymore. insurance. The appetizer is, oh, the kitchen's on fire. All right. I will, I will consider that. That's a good idea because she cooks a lot. And the few to- of course, the few times I've cooked, like the other day we ran out of gas because we don't have uh, – our natural gas is not hooked up to uh, a pipe system in the city. You have to buy propane tanks. And yeah. uh, we, she was in the middle of baking something, probably 10 minutes out of the 30 minutes in, and uh, it ran out of gas. And so we put the – it was like a – it's called a blueberry buckle. It's pretty much like a blueberry cobbler. And uh, yeah. we had to put it in the fridge. And then the next day I was like, hey, can I put that in for you? She's like, yeah. Two hours later, I remembered it was in the oven. <laughs> and I took a picture and sent it to her and I was like, I'm sorry, I failed. Uh, but actually we ate it. It still tasted good somehow. Or you can just do do like Mrs. Doubtfire did as after you burned the dinner, just order in and make it look like you made it. Sweet. I like that. She <laughs> we do like Uber Eats, so there's always that. All right. Mark. Let's okay. hear it. Let's hear it. I've given you lots of time. I to really think. I really hope that this is Come on, a man. Don't fail me. Okay, so for, before I even give you my suggestion, I would I would combine Patrick's idea. I feel like this is gonna be good. With it's probably not, but so you might want to set the bar real low. <laughs> Have the kids do the it's gift for you. So high. Kids kids no, make the presents. James and Tasha, make 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 mommy some presents for daddy. From daddy, you have to write from daddy. Love daddy. At that point, it's mommy's birthday, not mo- not mommy and daddy's anniversary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, no. Okay. So, are you able to order something like in terms of her gift? Would you be able to order something online that would come in and you would give to her? Maybe it depends okay. on what it is. Okay. So there are a couple of different companies. You mentioned that you celebrate. You know, you you keep a s- certain dates as everybody does. Keep certain dates in mind, like the twenty third, right? Um, like the October twenty third is when you started dating, or obviously your wedding anniversary. Right. Um, you can get an actual like designed picture of what the stars looked like on the night of that certain whatever day yeah. you choose. I have seen Ooh. those; those are really cool. So. It's a okay. different different idea. Um, All right, something that's that's meaningful. Yeah. So. I will say I will say one more thing too, because that that is actually a cool idea, and some of those are really really awesome. Basically, like on the night you proposed, on the day you got on the night you got married, whatever you can have the exact whatever like, date star star layout like, set up and yeah, that is a cool idea. Everything in it. Um, <clears throat> Patrick said you like writing. I actually really like to write. Uh, I just have to be motivated enough to write about something. Correct. So, so you'll do the notes for him. Will you write I, it for I me? I mean, trust me, you don't. That's not a good idea. Um, <laughs> I can only for several imagine. reasons. That's not a good I idea. Mean, I mean, I could write it, but it's probably not going to be as you would say it. Uh, 
I I like to write too. So I I find myself on every special occasion almost like wanting to write something, but I'm like, ah, man, I can't do that again. Like I can't do that, even though I may have new stuff to write and all this or whatever. Um, have you thought about literally just writing down your thoughts and feelings about her, however long it goes? However long it is, however many pages it is, okay. you just write it down. Yeah. And you give it to her. 18 pages front and back? That's right. That's How, the first thing I thought of, Patrick. I, like, I just watched that like episode I've, earlier this week. I've written stuff for <laughs> Elizabeth, and, and honestly, like you, you'll you be surprised like how uh, long you end up writing. Yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, so I like the idea of like writing something because it is more of like, other than like, you know, you can buy stuff that's meaningful and everything, but uh, kind of the most meaningful thing is something really that you created. Right. I'll tell you right now, all three. All three of those ideas. Okay. Combine. I mean, combine I mean, you and You don't conquer. want to set the bar. I mean, this is only 15. So, I mean, there's going to be more only. to come. You don't want to set the bar <laughs> That's true. so high yeah. right now to where you're absolutely like, you know, you have to run for president at 20, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But it will be something all in the house. So, I'll be very limited. Lord willing, we won't be in quarantine at, at our 20-year anniversary. And so, yeah. Okay. I can, Regardless of what it is, hopefully you share I can work with on that. the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely. Oh, yeah. Especially now that I brought you guys, you know, gave you a look behind the curtain. I mean, I'm just, I'm a terrible gift giver. I, and, and I think part yeah, of it too. is I need to understand that I need to talk things out for good ideas. Like, that's how I think. And so, like, now that we've kind of talked about it, I feel like it's going to help me, you know, maybe it'll take me down a trail to a fourth option or, you know, combining what you guys have. And then I have my, add my own personal flair, you know, something that I'll think of on my own, but I like, that's how I have to come up with gifts, gift ideas. And it's partly why I'm what a terrible gift giver. What day is your actual anniversary? Uh, May 7th. Oh, that's actually, that's actually funny. That's the first date uh, for Elizabeth and I, I have that coming up as well as a 12th nice. month, <laughs> uh, the first time. So I, I have to do something also. Yep. Very nice. Yeah. So, so that's it. That's uh, thanks for helping me out, guys, and thanks for giving me some uh, some good ideas. I will check those out. Did you guys know nice. that uh, Pringles are not actually potato chips? They're dehydrated potato flakes pressed into signature parabolic shapes. What's the difference between a potato flake and a potato chip? Uh, it's the 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 substance of the potato is as God created it to be. Flakes are like plywood it's plywood <laughs> it's plywood versus a two by four that's the difference pringles are plywood potato chips are two by fours and you can eat them both ronnie what do you got for us i was wondering where you were going to lead with that <laughs> nope. speaking of parabolic shapes island. ronnie lead the way or continue All right, so with my weekly topic, I thought it would be appropriate in this like last week. So I was talking about Ark and playing this video game. And it's one of those games where I'm at work and I'm thinking about, man, I, like I'm ready to get off work so I can play that game. Like on my lunch break, I might play or like you know in the morning, like I'm watching like a video while I work on gameplay of that video. And it's not the first game, but it's definitely the most recent that's absolutely 
taken over my life. Mm -hmm. And I think we've all been there where you get so enamored with a game that it's basically all you think about. You just want to play that game. I've considered taking days off of work just to play, just to sit there and play. And you know what I would do the whole day? Nothing. I would accomplish zero in the game. It's one of those games you can play hours and hours and hours and accomplish nothing. But I've thought about it. I thought about taking days off, and it's not that often that a game comes along where you're like so enamored by it that you just want to stop everything you're doing and play that game. And it's the most recent one that's done that to me, and I think the one before that was Red Dead Redemption. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's one of those things. It It's a game that's taken over my life, and it, it made me question... Like, when the last time that's happened to you, and what are some of the games you can recall where it's just taken over? I remember thinking, I think I shared this on the podcast with Red Dead Redemption. Like, I, I drove by some, like, roadkill, and I was like, that's probably a poor pelt. Probably not get top dollars <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yep. it's just one of those things where it's always on your mind. And yeah. Ark is the most recent game that's done that to me. Like, I'm just very, like, enamored by the game and interested in it. It's, it's kind of a hard feeling to describe to somebody who doesn't play video games, but it kind of takes over. Like, it yeah. takes over your thought process, and it's like, you know, for at least a few weeks, it's just kind of all you're thinking about. Yeah, Ronnie. Today, I took a picture of uh, a vendor machine, a snack vending machine, and a bench, and posted about Final Fantasy VII Remake, because in Final Fantasy VII Remake, <laughs> every time you get to a boss... There's a bench for you to sit and rest and replenish all your health and magic <laughs> and a vending machine to buy potions and stuff. And now after going through so many parts and chapters and bosses, I, I see that bench and vending machine and I'm like, well, I guess a boss is coming. So I better sit down and eat some potato chips. So I'm ready to go. So I totally, Not Pringles. totally understand. No, those aren't real. Those are parabolic shaped <laughs> potato flakes. Imposters. Fake imposters. Uh, yeah, I had that same uh, kind of feeling back uh, when PUBG first came out. Um, yeah, I played the, I played played the mess out of that, and uh, I I think I had taken a day off to play to play that. I know I took a day off for Red Dead Red Dead Redemption too, uh, but uh, when I was playing PUBG, you know, like it was PUBG was life. Every night I would be playing PUBG, and I remember driving home from work one day, and there were apart- apartment buildings on the right hand side. And it was, I don't know, maybe six stories high. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm, I wonder if there's any snipers over there. There's <laughs> probably some good loot in that building. Yeah. It's like, hmm, better be careful here. Got to watch out for some Maybe I'm going to the next in. town. Exactly right. <laughs> Circle's coming in. I got to get to the next, next we town. This, we got this crappy four-door car. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know I've, there have been plenty of times where I've been like, super excited about a game or super uh you know just obsessed where it it just becomes out of a, a regular just thought process like you're, you're just immediately in that mindset of wanting to play or or you have certain aspects of the game in your mind constantly um i know like for me, I've told this story on the podcast before where, like, I was super excited. I was so excited to play Super Mario 64. Like, I got up in the middle oh. of the night. It was, like, 3 in the morning just to play it. Yes. Because yeah. that's all I wanted I've had to those do. those nights. <laughs> um, I remember when Pokemon Yellow 
was about to come out and my mom worked at Walmart at the time and you know she was gonna be able to get access to the game before anybody else so literally like I could not sleep that night thinking about like oh man I'm gonna get Pokemon Yellow it's gonna be great um you know there have been games like where I just I just um binge it binge play it and and knock it out like I remember uh Batman Arkham City uh when that came out I was playing like eight hours nine hours in one sitting of just sitting and playing that um and and things like that um apex you know thinking thinking all the time about um what i could do with certain characters and and things like that um even to this day with legend of zelda ocarina of time i i'm that that game is just so ingrained into my mind where yeah. like especially like all the songs that game mm-hmm. was centered around music the songs are iconic um, so you know every so often i'll just be walking and all of a sudden like saria's song or the song of time or um any of those songs just you know, i'll just be bopping around to it all of a sudden and that game are you skipping around yes like all of a sudden <laughs> that comes in your head you're like yeah hmm. Life I'm is like, good, da, da, and you just like, da, 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 <laughs> and then uh, all of a sudden, do you hear like, uh, "Hey, hey, hello, you, listen, listen, <laughs> watch out"? Um, no, I would squash that fairy, <laughs> destroy <my> it, <laughs> get the fly swatter out. Um, but yeah, that's it's just so ingrained into my mind because I absolutely love that game and played it so much. I've gone through multiple playthroughs of it. Um, so yeah, definitely has happened to me. Do you know, there's another game that, uh, real quick that I, you know, currently dead cells and final Fantasy seven remake have been definitely games that have made me think outside of playing the game itself and like trying to make strategies and like, what am I going to do next time when I play and blah, blah, blah. But man, the one that I remember back in 2012, and this game went with me from the U.S. to Brazil when I first came. Uh, is Skyrim? Uh, I got head over heels in, in Skyrim. Um, yeah. I played easily 300 hours in that game. Made like two different characters. I think such in a the good game, such a good game in that first town. I remember the first time I played. I stole literally everything I could steal in that game, and. Like I was over encumbered. I spent like 16 hours in that first city. And then I found out that there were like a dozen other cities to go to. And I'm like, I don't know that I can hold everything that I want to steal or all the armor I want to get, all the things I want to make. Yeah, exactly. And that game was so like, I got so engaged. And when I wasn't, you know, doing ministry stuff when I wasn't hanging out with the family. Uh, I was playing Skyrim. I was getting up at like 5, 6 in the morning, getting in some Skyrim before the day started. Good stuff. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's, it, it is, it's a very funny thing and how it happens. Because um, like Mark, you said, like there was a couple games that you were already like crazy about before you even played them. Yep. And that, that part of it doesn't really happen to me. Uh, like Jedi Fallen Order, like I was excited to play that, but like not, you know, like I pre-ordered. It's the first game I've pre-ordered in a long time, but for the most part, games kind of take me by surprise a little bit. I never expect to be like completely sucked in by a game. 
And like when it happens, it's just one of those things where you just kind of got to ride it out until you're done with it. So, uh, but it's, that's, that literally is the, like, you know, mindset that I'm in currently with art. Um, nice. And it's funny, if you would have told me it's a survival game, you start with nothing, like you just have to build up like yourself and it's in the dinosaur world. I'd have been like, eh, nah. Uh, but I started playing and it was like, man, I, this game brought everything out. I feel like so. It, it's it's just it's a really funny thing how it happens. For sure. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. So, some random questions from our random joiners. Grand Popsicle Travis, what is something small and not important that really makes you mad? I personally hate when the extension cord gets tangled. Instant bad mood. And then he posts a picture of a tangled orange uh like workshop extension cord and I'm automatically furious. It reminds me of like a my our electronic drawers where we keep all of our cords for charging phones and devices and I kid you not the second you put it in I think when the door the drawer closes it all like just tangles itself. <laughs> it's like they all talk to each other like hey 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 let's let's tangle ourselves make them really mad. Then you go to pull one out and they all come out or it like pulls out a remote control and that fires the floor and batteries fall out. And yeah, I'm with you, Grand, Grand Popsicle Travis. That's very infuriating. That happens to me with uh, headphones. Like I, oh, gosh. You, you take the headphones out and then you like, you don't do anything. You don't even touch them. You get them, you get them back out <laughs> and then they're all like intertwined. Yeah. Like you, you wrap them in a purpose. circle. They're in a circle. It's like they're in the world. Up at night. Yeah. No, like I, I there was there was one time I did get infuriated to the point where I was trying to untangle them that I just ripped it and just broke my headphones. Oh, no. I was oh, like, smash. I felt so much better, but then like two minutes later, I'm like, man, I needed those. Once they get all once they get all tangled, then they're like all up under your chin and everything. Like you can't get them away from your face. You're like, this is horrible. Oh, yeah. oh gosh. I know what Travis is talking about. Like when the when the extension cord, you're like doing something outside or doing something in the garage or whatever, the extension cord gets tangled up and you always do that same, like, every, like, like you're Indiana Jones with a whip. You're just trying to, like, untangle it from, like, you know, 20 <laughs> feet away. Just trying to whip the extension cord. It never works. But you There's, always have to, you know, you always have to do it a couple times until you're really frustrated to go over. And, yeah, you're like, why are there 15 knots in this? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. was rolled up in How? a regular roll. Next time you do that, you you have to immediately like out loud be like da 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 da. da. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So besides uh, tangled extension cords, do you guys have anything uh, small that makes you really mad? Yep, sure do. Let's hear it, Mark. Uh, randos in a squad based game going off and doing their own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Such a small Let thing. Me- randos going off. Let me let me reiterate that randos in a squad based game going off and doing their own thing <laughs> and getting killed immediately and expecting you to get them back <clears throat> up or or you know res them or whatever. That's and that's that's like half me, but I'm not I'm smart enough not to die. Yeah, see so you don't go ninety eight percent of the time. You go, there's times where I'm like, ah, oh, shouldn't again, shouldn't even here. Sorry guys. <laughs> My like, bad. Most times you're actually good about, you know, actually meeting back up with us. No, they just, they want to, they want to jump in a hot spot or, or something like that. It's like, come on, come on. You're really annoying. Right. <laughs> Mine is just loading. 
like it's loading screens in video games uh. or if your cell phone is stuck loading like I get so frustrated and I'm like what like what year is it that we're still loading why is yeah. this happening Hopefully yeah. this new this new console cycle that will be non-existent past. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> SSD. Yeah. Mine's similar to yours, Ronnie. Uh, just when the internet just chugs and I'm trying to like do stuff on, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get either some work done or I'm searching for something online and it just is like, uh, or it's like no internet found. And I'm like, the router is working, all the buttons and the lights and everything's flashing everything, fine. And it's like, on. you have no internet. I'm like, liar. You get real angry. <laughs> it's funny because like that internet would have been like the fastest internet ever when we first like got it. Oh. We're all using like AOL. It would blow our minds. It took forever. Like back in the oh, day. The internet we have now would be like, we would have been like kings back then. Yeah. Yeah. But that, it is frustrating. Like, especially like for me, like with a cell phone, like if my cell phone is not like working, like I get furious about it. Like, <laughs> like I pay like, I don't know how much for this every yeah. month. Like, are you serious? What about autocorrect in a cell phone when it, you're clearly writing either a real word and it misinterprets <laughs> it or my, this is the thing that happens to me. I'll write a word and instead of hitting space, I'll hit in and then I'll completely write the next word and it can't correct it. I'm like, all I did was add an N instead of a space. How do you not recognize that these are two different words with an N in the middle? It's I don't like so that you have to, like for autocorrect, you have to select, like if you're typing out a word that maybe it doesn't recognize, you have to select that word. If you hit space, automatically corrects it for you. Yeah. To the and then wrong you do it word, over and like, over again. Automatically it'll correct. It. Like, can I just select if I want it corrected? <laughs> don't tell me what to do. That actually happened to me tonight. I was like typing in in like a Twitch chat, and um, somebody started talking to me in like a little French, and so I was trying to write back to them, "I am sorry" in French, which is "Je suis désolé." Oh yeah. Um, and uh, when I typed that out and sent it, totally realized it said "Je suis desolations." <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I am a desolation. Thank you. That's exactly <laughs> what you were thinking. <laughs> oh, man. Patrick, you got any little things that make you mad? Anything else? Oh, no. It's it's the headphones. I use uh, a wired headphones, it's all headphones almost exclusively. And I take them out. I, I wrap them up real nice. I put them in my pocket. And the next time I need them, uh, it's like someone went in there and just tied knots in them. And rat's yeah. nest. And I just like, I'm just, every time, I'm like, I don't know why. I don't, I, I've been try I try different things. Like all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie them up this way. I'm gonna make a little loop here, and I'm just gonna be really nice. And 100 percent of the time, never works. Yep. I do have I do have uh, AirPods, uh, a version of AirPods, and um, they're never charged, so I never <laughs> use them. <laughs> that is correct. That's the thing, yeah. <laughs> all right, Tim Pollen on the Discord. You're quarantined for 12 weeks. You get one meal a day, and it's the same every day. What you eating? Steak. Mashed potatoes and corn. Really, of all the vegetables, <laughs> corn. That, I don't know. And uh, <laughs> green beans, corn. Asparagus, corn. whatever. Corn's awesome. Yeah, vegetables. I mean, with with steak, you can pretty much push any put any vegetable on there, and it's good. Fair enough. I'd probably go with chipotle. 
Hello, it's like a bathroom. Bowl from Chipotle, like a steak bowl. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's that's a good call. Mark like Lacaretta. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Thanks for answering for me. Appreciate oh shoot! <laughs> Was that the one you were going to say? <laughs> no, actually. Okay, good. <laughs> Although not a bad idea. Um, he's conflicted. Yep, I'm very conflicted now. So many options. Yep. Okay. Yep. You're gonna. I'm gonna have to go with Lacaretta. <laughs> which which made which a big dish deal out of in Lacaretta? Yeah. Which dish at Lacaretta? Uh, the mixed Talavera dish, which is basically uh, chicken and rice with cheese. And sauce. everything nice. Mm. Yep. Cheese sauce. You you had me. You got me with cheese sauce. I love yep. cheese chicken, sauce. Chicken, rice, cheese sauce. Yeah. Just uh, I drink the cheese sauce. Uh, for mm-hmm. me, it is just gonna be pizza. I love me put some pizza. And I'm toothpaste pizza. What? <laughs> Did you say Long John Silver's pizza? Gross. Get that out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Amazing. All right. Uh, Arctic M77. General question. Hmm. I was. Oh, sorry. Arctic Warlocks. I don't know why I did said that. Uh, I just sold my supersized rainbow monster castle swing set that we got for the kids in 2009. That's, that's, that sounds really cool. I wish I would have bought right. that. I'm looking to turn the funds into something else, but not sure yet. Which would you pick and why? One, shed in the yard. Two, gaming laptop. Or three, next-gen console. Easy, next-gen console. Go. Whoa, hold on. Oh, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, hold on. Whoa. He, sa- he said a shed? Or a gaming laptop or a next-gen console. That's like Those are, have totally different price ranges. They do. Like, how, how part much of the did question. he sell this thing for? That's part Can of the, he get them all? That's part of the thing. I mean, apparently it's a collector's edition supersized Rainbow Monster Castle swing set. Limited edition. Wow. Handcrafted by... First, first printing. Sammy supersized... Right. No, yeah. Handcrafted by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next-gen uh, console. Yeah. Uh, yeah, next-gen console for sure. Because it's cool. Ooh, man, All right. I don't know. I mean, a shed, though. That sounds fantastic. I get, like, the, the lawnmower, like, out of the garage, though. Mm. Unless I'd your shed go, contains I'd, a next-gen I'd probably go console. with next-gen console. I'm just trying to talk myself out of it. <laughs> <laughs> No-brainer. I mean, shed in the yard, that's boring. Uh, gaming laptop. Get out of here, Master Race. It's next gen console. Dorks. <laughs> your little little whatever your uh your graphic card update thing. Patrick, I can't not think of uh <clears throat> Brian Regan is like got a laptop computer here. I don't know how you're gonna handle yeah. this. <laughs> computer here. Computer got a computer here. All right, so I'm important. Next topic is uh gonna be Patrick. Oh Patrick. Okay. I can only imagine what you got for us, brother. Brother. So I kind of alluded to it a little bit. That's why my update was a little shorter, uh, because I knew I wanted to talk about wrestling. Let the good times keep rolling. (laughs) Wrestling time. Let's do it. So this past past week, I have been all in on wrestling. Uh, I bought that uh, NBA, or uh, NBA, uh, WWE 2K20, uh, and playing the mess out of it. 
and so much I was I was enjoying it so much um, that you know like I, I was playing the other uh, wrestling games. I watched the um, that movie Ready to Rumble with David Arquette. Oh, I love that one. It's so bad. It's so good at the same time. <laughs> That's exactly right. Can't wait to watch it's, it uh, since it's, it's my resolution. Yeah. You've never seen that one before? No, it's still my resolution oh, to watch man, it this year. you got to see that one. It's so good. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, so, it's so dumb. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, like back in the, our high school days of, uh, of those movies, like Not Another Teen Movie <clears throat> oh, yeah. and Scary Movie and all those like, uh, teenage films that they really don't make anymore. Um, they, it's it's basically along the same lines of that. It's yeah. just goofy slapstick idiotness. It's uh, um, what is it? David Arquette and Scott was it? Can Scott Scott Con? Yeah, yeah. The son from um, is it James Con? His son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, had, I was I was loving that, and then I ended up subscribing to the WWE Network. Oh my gosh, you are all <laughs> in. talk about an I, obsession. I, I, I am. Yep. <laughs> If 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 the definition of all in is this, it is definitely what I've been doing. Um, and so I I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just catch up on some things, you know. Uh, but there is a documentary on uh, WWE Network. It's called The Monday Night War, and the, it is a 20 episode uh, series where it's like an hour each, and it goes through from the formation of the WCW. And uh, what led to they had, they apparently had like uh, 84 weeks in a row where they were beating the WWF in the ratings, um, and then uh, and then what and what led to their ultimate demise. So I am 15 episodes in, and each episode uh, it like focuses on a specific section. Like they'll talk about Hulk Hogan and how he transitioned from the WWF to the WCW. Um, and then they talk about all these other wrestlers that transitioned to the w, from the WWF to WCW. They talk about Goldberg. There's episodes about uh, the women's wrestlers and how, how that movement happened um, and how WCW was doing it differently than the WWF. It's very, very interesting because back in, back in like, I would say between 95 and maybe a little bit into 2000, that was the time that I watched wrestling. That was when the WCW and WWF were pretty much at war. You know, that's what the documentary is. So I'm just watching all the behind the scenes of things that happened that I never knew back in, back when this happened. You know, like Raw was on for like two hours and then WCW was on for like three hours. It was and just flipping back and forth like this is bringing me back to my heyday. Um, also back in high school, like I was. A uh, bunch of my friends, we had our own backyard wrestling association. Yep. It was the BWA, <laughs> and uh, I had a couple characters. Uh, one was one was high voltage. He was just like this hardcore dude, um, and he would you know take chair shots and and things like that. And then I I had my other my other character was Sexy Nova, which was a uh, play on the Shawn Michaels character. Um, so we and and uh, yeah I've, I've Back it back then into wrestling, and then all of a sudden, like you know, the middle of high school hit, and I started dating Mel, and I kind of fell off uh, for the next twenty years. Um, so, what are your guys's like um, history in wrestling? Have you guys been into wrestling? You know, uh, what does that look like for you guys? Yep, I have definitely been into wrestling in the past. Uh, my middle school years were all about wrestling. 
Um, I watched WWE back when it was WWF and the WCW. Um, I watched Raw, SmackDown, um, Monday Nitro, all those things. The only thing is I never really watched were the pay-per-view events because, you know, you had to pay money for those. I, I never saw those <laughs> no. either, unfortunately. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, but, uh, and of course, like, you, you, I don't think you could actually tape them because they had some sort of scrambler going on um, to where they you, you weren't allowed to pay to tape pay-per-view events. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I constantly would watch wrestling. I had a couple of friends of mine that were huge into wrestling. Um, my favorite wrestler was probably Sting. Um, in fact, we had a, a, for one of my birthdays, my mom made a cake with Sting. Um, well, the, the uh, OG Sting or the new Crow uh, The Crow Sting. sting. Uh, nice. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of OG Sting. This is like Ultimate Warrior ripoff Sting. It's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of a surfer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I was huge into, into Sting. And um, I, I, I had several wrestling games like Revenge, like you said. Um, we actually went to some local wrestling, um, wrestling matches in New Hampshire, which if you can imagine what local wrestling matches in New Hampshire, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> gets <and> stuff. <laughs> it's probably pretty special. Yeah, it's, it's pretty special. Like I think the, the most hyped up, uh, wrestler in the area was a guy by the name of Lobster Man. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> And this he would yeah, that's a lister right yeah, there. And he would come out, and he literally had these gloves that were lobster. <laughs> lobster what a gloves. gimmick! <laughs> and of course, his intro music was the B 52s Rock Lobster. And yeah, it was is good stuff. Like I went to those with um, a couple buddies of mine, and funny enough, my grandmother would go with me sometimes. All right, cool because grandma. Because oh, yeah. um, she and my grandfather would actually watch WWF wrestling. They'd order pizza and they'd watch WWF wrestling. Like wow. they were they were during the Hogan days, like Hogan, Andre the Giant, all those guys. They, yeah, they would watch all of those. Um, so she was big into that's wrestling. When it, that's back when it was real. Yeah, <laughs> real quote unquote. When everyone thought it was real. Um, it was real. Right? It still is. Yeah. What are you trying to do? So, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Whoops. Spoilers. Definitely was a huge wrestling fan. And then once I got to like eighth or ninth ninth grade, I was like, eh, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. My my story is pretty much, honestly, it's really similar to Mark's. I think like. Late 90s, early 2000s, um, I almost exclusively watched the WWF. It was when basically The Rock was really huge. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was really big. Um, Mm -hmm. And then a little bit earlier than that, I remember um, like the DX days. Um, Yeah, that's the Attitude Era. That that is arguably the the best era. I feel like wrestling was just a different thing back then, man. And... um, I remember getting really pumped up for like Monday Night Raw every single week. 
Like, I would mm-hmm. be so pumped. I remember, like, very last match, they always left you on, like, this high note. You're like, man, like, always wanting more. And um, <clears throat> I actually did, uh, similar to Mark, we, we went, uh, me and a couple of my buddies, we would go to, um, I guess it's kind of like a minor leagues for wrestling. It wasn't yeah. really local, but it was, like, traveling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we would go to some of those, like, smaller shows and stuff um, and watch them. And... Um, yeah, man, it was it was just a different it was a different time, but it was it, like it just got us all fired up um, about it. So yeah, I was I was definitely into it back then. Now you said that you were in the WWF. Uh, were you not into the WCW I never, at that time? I never got into it, and I don't know if it was the characters. Um, I feel like during the time when I watched um, WWF had bigger characters I, I feel like 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 i said like with the rock and stone cold steve austin like the dx stuff that was going on like i couldn't i just i remember thinking to myself like when i was younger that wcw was almost like eh, that's like second rate stuff like I yeah, had it's that like opinion, uh like, growing it's up. like it's like marvel and dc like wwf yeah. was marvel and then wcw was dc it's like ah uh, yeah you got like one or two really great big and this is just what my opinion yeah. was back then but then Marvel had like all these different ones, the X Men and all the Avengers, and yeah, I had the same kind of viewpoint too, Ronnie. So you weren't alone. Yeah. Well, it, and that's and that's basically what it was. Um, they had a lot of the WWF wrestlers that had that that transition from the WWF went to WCW, like Ric Flair, and that's pretty much Woo! how that's how WCW like had it made a name for themselves. They were just they just took the WWF wrestlers, and then like they would. Um, I'm walking, watching the documentary, and there was only like a couple uh, different wrestlers that they were homegrown in the WCW, and one of them was Goldberg, and mm-hmm. all all the rest of them were old WWF wrestlers. So the WWF was like more new, young, and fun, and WCW was like old and serious. Yeah, my side, uh, I'm kind of similar to Ronnie, except I'm like five years older so five years earlier i watched wrestling in the late 80s early 90s and so i'm all about ultimate warrior million dollar man jake the snake roberts andre the giant uh the undertaker the og undertaker not all this crazy stuff that happened later on i i really only watched like what i would consider the golden years when simpler times back when it was real not this, you know, new stuff where it's all fake and I'm just kidding, it's all fake. But uh it was <laughs> that was that was something that was a big deal for me and my friends. Like we didn't have like a backyard <laughs> backyard wrestling association or anything, but we had all the action figures. We would, you know, we would have times when we would, you know, pretend like we were WWF characters and wrestle and uh I remember my cousin uh, my cousin had a collection of those. Do you guys remember those Small WrestleMania stuffed animals. They weren't stuffed animals, but stuffed d- dolls, I guess. P- stuffed pillows. Stuffed pillows. Kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah. I thought those were so cool until my cousin beat me up with one of them. Because <laughs> you have to picture my cousin is one year older than me, but he was twice my size. Like he could probably grow a beard before I even knew what a beard was, and he was so huge. And I remember one time he was picking on me and he used, he had a macho man, uh, stuffed 
doll, whatever. And he just started hitting me in the face with it over and over and over and over. And I did not appreciate that. And he made me cry. <laughs> and then I went to high school a year later. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, I was probably in fifth grade or fifth grade at the time. He was in sixth or seventh grade. But uh, yeah, so I'm all old school. I don't know. I don't know very much about, you know, past. I think Ric Flair was one of the first to go to WCW. Uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but he was one of the early uh, levers of WWF. And because I remember when he was WWF and he was like Hulk Hogan's arch rival, and then he went over to WCW. Is that right? Is my memory? It's been a it's been uh, a while ago. So. Yeah, I don't know if he was one of the first. I know I think Hulk Hogan was the first big name. Oh, was he the first to over. go over? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. definitely i I want to say I vaguely remember Hulk Hogan going to the WCW, and I I stopped watching maybe a little bit before, right after that. And then, like I've said in the past, when I was in high school, we had a Chinese exchange student who got hooked in like 97, 98 on all things wrestling. And he would watch it at like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning until I told him to go to bed because he kept waking me up with his screaming. <laughs> so but, that's all but yeah, I got. That's about it. Cool, man. All right. Who's all next? Right. Who's next? Hmm, let's look around. Any volunteers? Anybody's name rhyme with I mean- Lark? I mean, we could just use process of elimination here, seeing as everybody else is gone. All right, well, I guess that's it. So let's uh, close things out. And No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Mark. We know you got something good for us. So Yeah, love you too, Lucas. Um, <laughs> I only pick um, on people I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as I alluded to in my, in my update a little bit, uh, I watched a little bit of something uh, that Games Done Quick put on this past weekend and it was specifically called uh crdq had to think about that for a second which stands for coronavirus relief done quick um and so in the face of them having to uh basically postpone their summer event that they do in june um they decided to go ahead and do their own charity marathon specifically uh, for an organization called Direct Relief, uh, which uh, is uh, raising funds to be able to provide medical supplies um, for hospitals dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. And and so it was awesome to get to watch, uh, of course, all the amazing speed runs they did. Um, like Saturday night when I tuned in, I told you guys they did a speed run showcase of a... Um, it's like a, a, a sort of DDR type game. Um, I think it's called Pump It Up. Um, and if you've ever seen uh, one of those arcade DDR um, type things, those those types of setups where it's yeah. got like, you know, the four arrows. Well, this was like a double set of, of four arrows. So he's like going back and forth and doing all these crazy, crazy type of things, like really fast. Um, and it was just insane to watch. Um, I'll have to see if I can find the VOD, um, of it, if they've put it up, but, um, they raised $400,000. Nice. In a weekend. That is nice. Um, which went directly to, you know, like I said, direct relief, they provide masks and PPE and all that kind of stuff um, for, you know, hospitals dealing with COVID-19 patients. And so 
Um, I just wanted to bring a little bit of attention to that as well as, um, you know, a couple of other places um, and maybe some things that you guys have seen um, in terms of ways that different um, organizations, different industries are are kind of dealing with this crisis and maybe providing positivity in, in the in the face of this crisis. Um, like another another thing I saw, for example, was the the Broadway community, the the theater community. Now, obviously, you know, you, you can't really have you know theater shows going on with this pandemic going on, and obviously, New York City being one of the the largest. Um, places being affected by this in in the United States, pretty much one of the epicenters of of um, of the outbreak. Um, you know, Broadway is basically shut down completely, um, and so you know they tried to to figure out what's what's a good way that we can you know provide some positivity and at the same time raise support. And so the way that they did that this past weekend is. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with who Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber is. Have you ever heard that name before? Yeah, he did the Phantom of the Opera. He sure did. Yes, sir. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I thought that wrote... was going to be a joke. <laughs> he wrote... He's <laughs> <laughs> the newest Marvel character. Yes. No. <laughs> no, he wrote uh, Phantom of the Opera. Well, he adapted Phantom of the Opera uh, from a book. Um, but he wrote the stage play for it. Uh, he wrote Cats. He wrote um, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Um, he wrote several others that I'm not thinking of, and I'm sorry, theater nerds, that I'm not remembering. Um, but yeah, he's huge in the theater community for his for his musicals. And um, there was this one organization that basically made all of his um, live tapings. Of, of his various shows and possibly other shows I'm not sure um, they put them on YouTube for free um, for this past weekend so you could watch nice them. Um, but they also provided a link that um, went to an organization that was also providing you know COVID-19 relief so trying to bring positivity and at the same time trying to raise support uh, to help people in need um, there have been tons of organ other organizations trying to trying to do that. Um, I know there's people like grassroots, like from the ground up type stuff, trying to help out, like people making masks and things like that to help out hospitals. Yeah. So my wife um, uh, made like a few masks for uh, my dad since he's like a delivery man. He mm -hmm. delivers uh, for his uh, for his job um, and. So she put that out there and she posted on Facebook and then um, uh, people started reaching out to her. And then uh, so uh, right now she is making um, masks for uh, some business or school right now. Mm -hmm. um, so they need like uh, 20,000 masks. And so my wife, I think she she's better get to work. Maybe a couple. <laughs> well, it's, it's, yeah, it's not just her. It's like a group of people. Okay that are that are doing it um so she's making masks and they're 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 gonna try to get it within the next few weeks um and she's already made a couple hundred wow, of them nice. um and yeah and she and she's not a seamstress by any means but 
It's just something that she has the ability to do um, since during th this time where we're not really going anywhere. So she's just making masks throughout the day um, so that she can provide them. Awesome. Lucas, nice. you guys have transition from those pencil uh, cases. I know. I think we need to bring that back. I mean, I'm sure there's it's got to there's got to be some. I don't know. Like it's a pencil case and a mask. When you're not putting it on your face, <laughs> you put some pencils <laughs> in it. Ooh, I gotta talk to. It's like Natasha. a fanny pack for your face. Yeah, fanny pack for your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you just unzip it like you're a crazy person and just pull the pencil right out and then zip the mask back up. Like here you go. I got this. <laughs> got this pencil for you. Don't mind the the well, moistness. I've been breathing on it for the past hour. These are going to skyrocket. <laughs> I'm totally talking to Tasha about that. Uh, Mark, you brought, up, you brought up Andrew Lloyd Webber. It made me think of, uh, this isn't exactly like a cause, but you you know, you know mentioned how people are trying to spread positivity. I saw where uh, this, this little girl that's a huge Hamilton fan was, I can't even remember who she was talking to, but at some point... The whole cast. He was talking of, to John Krasinski. Yeah, John Krasinski. Yeah, that's right. He's doing. He's doing some good news. He's doing the good yeah. news thing. That's right. Uh, which is also another thing that's really cool that he's doing. But he had, he yep. had, yeah. he he got he coordinated all the cast to sing to her, and I thought that was just so cool that uh, you know just for this little girl. I mean, obviously it went out to everybody else later, but the little girl got it. You know, being a big huge fan, yeah, and they just cool. sang to her. So. I think that's cool when they when the celebrities. I mean, everybody's in the same situation. We're all yep. in our homes, and so and I know it's even more locked down in the U.S. Like, you know, in some places at least. Of course, then there are other places where people are like storming the gates of their Capitol building, but that's not yeah. spreading positivity. <laughs> we are not doing that. But uh, that's really cool that they did that for that. You know, that little girl sang to her. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to sort of transition that to how we want to to help how we want to you know provide some sort of support in the face of this crisis and and so um if you guys are following us on twitter at all um you've probably seen us talking about this a little bit and i just kind of wanted to bring it up here um for those who may not look at twitter or or whatever um so we can get it as in front of as many ears as possible um, we've talked about it before, and if you didn't know already, we have a merch store. Um, yeah. Where right now, the only thing we have up there is is our logo design, uh, but you can get that on a whole bunch of different things. Um, you can get it on t-shirts, onesies for your little baby. Um, you can get it on a mug, um, anything like that. Um, they have all sorts of different ways you could get our nice little logo on the... On, uh, whatever you want. And so obviously, like I said, we have a merch store and, um, basically we have said that, you know, we originally said two weeks, but I think I'm going to put it for longer. Um, but if you go right now to our merch store, which is at T public, that's T public, T E E public.com slash user slash the good morning guys. Um, anything you buy on the store, any profits that, that we make, um, now some, uh, some of that money goes through to T public for hosting us on the store. 
Um, but any profits that we make, um, we will be directly donating that that money to. Um, it's an organization called Samaritan's Purse. Yep, and they do all sorts of of things. They are a Christian organization, um, run by uh, Franklin Graham, who is Billy Graham's son. Um, and they have actually set up a makeshift field hospital in Central Park in New York City, where they are aiding uh, COVID-19 patients. And they have a, a place on their website that is set up to where you can directly support them, whether that be through medical supplies or medicines. Um, I know there's not directly like a vaccine or anything for COVID-19 yet, but, um, you know, just things to be able to treat those patients while they're there. Um, yeah. And and so any any profits that we make from the sale of anything on the merch store uh, will go directly to uh, Samaritan's Purse and their efforts for that, that field hospital, seeing it is, as it is a major epicenter for the outbreak. Um, so um, if you can help at all, I know there are, there are lots of people who are out of work and totally understand that. If you can't, you can't. But if you can, uh, please help us make a positive impact and, and help people out. Um, and you get some sweet merch at the same time with our logo yeah, on it. It's a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. So that's pretty much my topic. Fantastic. Is, is spread positive positivity, excuse me, uh, in the face of all this. Spread pasta and positivity. Yes, pasta would be great to spread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pasta's cheap, so you can do it. <laughs> well, fantastic. Great. Thanks, Mark, for sharing that. That's some some great positivity you shared. And uh, I think with that, that's all for this righteously random and rad really good time. I'm glad you could think of an R word there. <laughs> Thought real hard about it. All right. If you'd like to connect with us beyond listening, remember to check us out on Twitter at the GMG Podcast or Discord. Links on our Twitter profile or in the show notes. Now, be careful. If you try to double dip when you're doing a question of the week, you'll turn out like Barnaby Butterteeth, who (laughs) his comment on the show for this week was, let me find it. His response when we threw out questions, nah, you banned me. I'm good. And then the the laughing faces. <laughs> so that's that's his equivalent of no, no, I don't think I will. Uh, just so you know, <laughs> that's funny, Barnaby, yeah. you've been released from the corner. I took away the dunce cap. Actually, Patrick and Mark took away the dunce cap like five minutes from within the time I jokingly banned you. So you can you can post again if you like, or not. You can just hang out and lurk and uh, just keep talking about how you're banned. Be a martyr. It's all good. You enjoy it. <laughs> Be a martyr. <laughs> we love you, though, Bernardo. We love you, man. Uh, also, let's see. What else is there? There's email for old people like me, thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. And then you can also practice your radio voice. Call us at 929-GMG-GUYS. It's been a long time since anyone has called, but I'm still holding out hope for Dallas to show back up again. Dallas, wherever you are, give us a call. We know you're bored just like everybody else quarantining we need you yeah he popped up in the discord a while back but he kind of disappeared again he's like the loch ness monster he's like a phantom yeah the yeti (laughs) (laughs) 
But uh, yeah, leave a message, ask a question, let your voice be heard. And of course, what else should be heard but none other than the GMG Music Playlist brought to you by Spotify, Apple Music, Mark Boucher, and Barnaby Butterteeth, the band one. Mm. Got anything for us? <laughs> I, I do have a few things for us. And of course, you can find the Good Morning Guys playlist on Spotify, which is now over 200 songs. Yeah. And, and so uh, it's up on Spotify. I mean, it's now technically after- an anthology, right? That's when music becomes an anthology after 200 songs. Yeah. Oh, the GMG anthology. I just, I I just like made that too. up. I don't know if it's 200 songs, but it sounds right. Maybe I should change the name of it, of the, of the playlist to that, the GMG anthology. <laughs> of music <laughs> we don't own or that we yes. didn't create. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, that's sort of understood, but yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> um, so obviously since we were kind of doing some, some randomness this week for topics, uh, the songs that I have chosen are just as random. Not well, not quite fully random, random, but you know what I mean. They they're not influenced by the topic. Um, so uh, the first song I want to uh, put on there is uh, he's an independent Christian artist. His name is Justin McRoberts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a song called "Curse of the Faithful" that he just put out. Um, he is an incredible singer songwriter. Um, so definitely check him out. The second song put put on there is from a um, an indie sort of rock folkish band called Fleet Foxes. Uh, it's a song called Grown Ocean. Um, and the third song that I'm going to add is uh, from the lead singer of Lifehouse. His name is Jason Wade. And uh, it's a song that he actually, um, when he first posted it, um, he was trying to raise support for a local um food bank and shelter in nashville where he lives um which is helping people dealing with this coronavirus crisis um but now he's posted it on um on spotify uh and so the name of the song is the way that you remember me so uh definitely check those out and i hope they help you get your good morning on sweet all right thanks for that good sir Uh, Next week, join us as we will be having a guest, Lord willing, and uh, we're going to leave it a mystery, I think, even though after next week, you'll be able to just look at the next episode and you'll see who it is. But for those who are listening live, giving you a little hint, their last name, their last name rhymes with uh, I don't even know who the guest is now. <laughs> I thought I knew, but now I don't. I thought, yeah, exactly. exactly. I thought I knew, but now I don't. Some say it rhymes with couch, but those people are liars. Or it rhymes with fifth. Lamp. Pants. <laughs> Spaceball. Alrighty then. Mark, Pat, and Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved families, families, friends, joiners. Go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.
like how Ronnie was like, lamp. <laughs> I'm just going to talk like this. I'll just be back here, okay, guys? Hey, I'm really far away from the mic guy right now. Hey, what are you doing? I'll be back here, okay? Hey. Don't worry On about me. the next me. podcast, I'm going to be a different character, but he's going to be really far away from the mic, and he has to yell. <laughs>